Welcome to Pathway Church Online. We're honored you tuned in today. It's our purpose to help each person believe in Jesus, belong to a church family, become a fully devoted follower of Christ, and build God's kingdom. We believe today's message will help you do just that. It will change your life if you listen and apply it. For more information about Pathway Church, please visit www.pathwaychurchok.com. Now, let's go together and hear today's message. I can say it this way in your notes. This is kind of a hard pill to swallow, but we're friends here, right? I can say this. We're good. We're good, right? No one's going to get mad at me. You good? You good? Okay. I am as close to God as I choose to be. Hmm. Well, I just don't know if God's real. Okay, that's... I just, I just don't know when I prayed that one time, God didn't show up. The miracle didn't happen. The thing I was believing for didn't just happen like that. I am as close to God as I choose to be. Hmm. That's something to think about this week. Are you as close to God as you choose to be? Hmm. Our first way we develop... Our relationship with God is making, make knowing God my number one priority. Number two in your notes, write down, slow down and be quiet. Slow down and be quiet. You make time for your friends. On the back of your notes, we're going to read some verses here. Psalms 46 says, be still and know that I am God. Psalms 25, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and make known to them his covenants. Matthew 6, one of my favorite verses. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to the Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. You've got to get away from the noise of life. Get a location, get a place, go somewhere, do something, shut off social media, shut off your phone, shut off your car, shut off your house, shut off your kids, whatever you got to do, you've got to get yourself in a place where you can be still and be quiet before God. How can you learn to hear God's voice if there's noise and commotion going all around you and you expect God to speak to you in the middle of all that? You won't hear God's voice in the middle of a trial if you haven't heard God's voice in the middle of your silence. If you're going to develop your relationship with God, because remember, in the Old Testament, God wanted to be friends with everybody, but he couldn't. Sin separated you. Jesus came, the sin, that the, the price of sin was paid. Now we get to have a relationship with God. Now God's wanting you to be in a relationship with Him. But it's up to you. <laughs> you know, I've, I've gone to my mom, I've gone to my dad several times when I was younger, and I said, it just doesn't seem like God is close. And every time they say, well, God didn't move. <laughs> oh, I get you. Okay. So maybe it's not God's fault. <laughs> I've got to take ownership of this one. Okay, all right. 
if we're going to develop our relationship with God, number one, make knowing God my, what is it? All at the same time. Make knowing God my, slow down and be. Number three, decide whose friendship you want most. James 4.4 4 says, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity, enmity, enmity with God? I love this little line right here. <laughs> so simple, but yet so profound. Friends value what friends value. <laughs> Let me give you an example to help make that a little more clear. Kevin has a podcast. That podcast is a big deal to Kevin. And you know what I do on that podcast? I subscribe to it. I comment on stuff when he posts stuff. Why? Because it's something he values. And because I'm his friend, I value what he values. Terrence. He's going to get mad at me. Terrence is looking to buy a house. They've outgrown. The Doty boys have taken over the house, and they need a bigger house. And he's, they've made offers on a bunch of them. And Monday, what was I doing? I was on Zillow. I'm not looking for a house. I don't want a new house, Kevin Realtor. I don't want a new house. And he's trying to get me to sell every time he sees me. Let's sell that house. I'll get you a good deal. <laughs> I don't want a house, but what was I doing? I was on Zillow saying, hey, have you seen this? And he said, yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen this one? Yeah, I've seen that. Hey, have you seen? Why am I looking up houses on Zillow for him? Because it's something that he values. And because I value our relationship, I value what he values. If it's a one-sided valuing, is that a word? Value, teacher. If it's one-sided, one of us is going to lose. And if it's only one-sided, one of you will only stick around for a little while. We have to learn what God values most in our relationship. We have to learn to make those things a priority. Another way we can say that. We need to care about what God cares about and not care about what God doesn't care about. John 15 says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. I love that little, if you do what I command you. The only way we're going to be friends is if you do what I say. That's like the playground. You heard little Abigail out there, you want to be my best friend? Yeah, do what I tell you to do. You'll be my best friend. That's what Jesus is saying. I am so jealous over you. I want you to be in relationship with me so bad, but you got to do what I say because when you do what I say, it's going to give you access to the relationship that will benefit you the most. <laughs> you can't give lip service to God and think you're going to get the benefit of that relationship. Number four, here's our final point, and then we're going, to hit the, we're going to hit the ground running here in a second. You think I'm almost done? No. First, that's, uh, number four, uh, how do we develop our relationship with God? Maintain, write down, a constant conversation. Maintain a constant conversation. First, first Thessalonians says, pray without ceasing. Ceasing. How many of you like to text? Yeah, I'm a texter. Don't call me. I don't want to talk to you on the phone. 
Travis, I don't want to talk to you whenever you phone. I want to text you. Text me, I'll text you back immediately. Call me, I'll call you back a week from now, maybe, if I remember about it. I don't want to talk to you on the phone, but I'll text you. I'll, <laughs> I will text you all day long. Whenever you're friends with someone, you start a text conversation. What does that conversation day look like? Hey, guess what I'm doing today? I'm going to go to the store. And what are you going to get? And the friend writes back, what are you going to get? And my wife says, I don't know. I'll find a lot when I get there. And so when she gets there, what does she do? She sends pictures of this one, of this one, of this one. I'm looking at this. I like this. I write back nothing because I know if I say something, it's a, it's a, it's a, she's going to be buying it. So I don't write anything back. But a good friend would write back and say, oh, that looks good. Oh, you look so good in that. That's going to be the best thing I've ever seen on you. You should go ahead and buy two of those. That's what a constant conversation begins to look like. It is dialogue and then they leave the store and what do they do? I'm going to go to Starbucks. Well, what you going to get in Starbucks? I'm going to get the passion fruit tea. I don't like passion fruit tea. Okay, I'm going to get the grande, whatever the heck you get over there. I don't know. But friends begin to talk back and forth on a text conversation all throughout the day. It doesn't mean that from 8 o'clock to in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, there is never silence. There are gaps of silence in the texting conversation, but the relationship is never hindered because throughout the day, the relationship is being established. Mm-hmm. You're just saying it because you want me to buy stuff for you. <laughs> you said, Let's get back on. Text me back. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let me ask you this way. Would your, life, would your life be better if you talked to God as much as you texted your friends? Would your life be better if... You talk to God as much as you spent time on social media. I got to raise my hand on this one. This one has taken me out the last two weeks. Uh, Adrian, we had a conversation last night saying we've got to get some things put in order. And we got how many days? Was it 90 days? 90 days. A terrible 90 days coming my head my way. So just some, some things that uh, I've, I've, I've let go and some other things. And, and I, I've noticed that. Um, I've just been on Instagram a little too much. Uh, I used to just post, and I didn't look at anybody else. I, honestly, I just didn't really care. I, I didn't want to see what was going on. But then I started caring about everybody, and I want to see what was going on. Then I started caring about people I don't know about. And then I want to see what all, and I just, you, you know what I'm saying? You start scrolling, you're like, oh, man, look at that. And then you start forming an opinion about something that really doesn't even matter to you. You never would have cared about if you wouldn't have seen it. So, you know, the best thing to do for me and Adrian at this time is just to back away. Because I begin to think about, would my relationship with God be better if I spent as much time with God as I spent with some stranger I've never met, never will meet, never care to meet on Instagram? I believe that this is what God is asking of us to do. It's not hard. It's just spend time with Him. Just Value that relationship with him. Value that time with him. As most of you know, I own a cleaning and restoration company. And when COVID first hit, no one knew what was going on. But it was very apparent by phone calls that I was receiving that my company had to make a shift. Uh, temporary. I didn't think it could be long term and it hasn't been long term. Um, so I began to take classes online about viruses on sanitization and 
and disinfecting and all these weird things that I just never really cared about. Don't really care about now either. But I knew that there was going to be a shift and I needed to learn about this virus that was taking place. And um, I've got here two bottles. I'm going to move. So um, I've got two bottles here. Let me get these bottles real quick. They're kind of heavy, so I'm not going to pick them up. But um, I've got here a five-gallon bucket, and this five-gallon bucket is COVID killer. It's good stuff. That bucket, um, I, I'm just going to tell you some numbers. Just this, We're friends talking. I don't, I don't mean to sound whatever. I'm just, it makes the illustration come alive. This, this, this bucket is about 250 bucks. Kind of expensive bucket, isn't it? Five gallons of COVID killer, about 250 bucks. Thank you for tuning in today. For more content like this, visit our website, www.pathwaychurchok.com, to see the variety of ways you can download this content and so much more. It's our pleasure that you would tune in, and we believe that if you take the content you just heard, write down the parts that spoke to you, and work on a plan to apply it, you will not be the same person a year from now. We hope today you can take this content, apply it, share it, let it change you, and you can become all God has called you to become. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll be together again soon. Until then, keep growing.